Hello and welcome to Ride Home Review. I'm Oliver. And I'm Susan. And tonight we saw Vincent River by The Curators. Yeah, in the Anglican Church, the little one, the Church of Christ that is tucked in under Suncorp Stadium, a place I've never seen theatre before. It's an interesting little space that this production has used very well with social distancing in mind in that there are two audiences, one on each side and a traverse stage in between them. And the audiences on each side are very well spaced and because it is a small cast, just two people, um, you can do that um, with power and space and, and effect very well, I think, and I think they use the space um, really nicely. Yes, and I was a bit trepidatious, and I'll call it my own biases. I've seen a couple of the curator shows that I haven't been the biggest fan of. Um, yeah, and Vincent River is not a production I knew a single thing about, which can be good or bad. Turns out that Vincent River is a person, not a river. Hello? Vin- yes, I know. Vincent River is a man who has been killed in a hate crime. Correct. And this is the story, um, supposedly, of the relationship between um, Vincent's mum and the young man who found the body. Um, This is a really, really powerful story about grief, about love, about loss. Um... And, and relationships between mums and mums so, and sons, um, which I found really powerful and, and really beautiful. It was a beautifully written script. There were some monologues in there that just were so, so powerful. And I bet in a script there would have gone four or five pages, but it kept you listening. Yeah, um, and the other thing about it is it came out of that era of the the 90s um, where there were many, many plays about um, gay politics and hate crimes and it could easily have been just another another play, but it wasn't. And I think that the... It had a lot to say about the socioeconomic classes coming out of... England in the post-Thatcher era. Hmm. And it also looked at, at, at families, about acceptance and all of those things. So it, it had a lot to say in a way that n- none of it was preachy. None of the, neither of the two main characters were particularly endearing, but they were still really vulnerable and lovely. And they were played by Patrick Sheehar and Amanda McLean. Yeah, um, and for the most part, I thought they did really, really great jobs. Um, there was some places where I, I would have liked it to be pulled back a little bit, but if, in honesty, it w- that wasn't really in the performances. The things, the small things that I found most jarring were in the lighting and um, sound effects that there were very deliberate lighting choices when we were moving from uh, talking to each other to memory and some of those worked, worked really well but they, to me there were too many they were too stark um, and I, I don't think we needed that signaling we knew that we were talking about memory without 
And then they the acted out the memories at some points, and I'm like, why are we watching this? There was one moment that I was just like... They're physicalising it. Yeah, look, um, but in the end, I came away thinking, what a beautiful story, powerfully told. Yes. And the rest of it um, is nitpicking and window dressing, really. Yeah, um, I'm going to give this... A high credit? I'm going to give it a, dis- a distinction. Um, you know, this sort of 8 out of 10 because I was really very moved by it um, in a way that I found unexpected and quite joyous. And to have two people for, what was an hour? 90 minutes or so. Know, just talking to each other. Yes. Um, and holding your attention is a pretty big ask and it did it and it didn't feel like it was overstaying its welcome. No, I would agree and I just found it a bit much at times in some of the stark lighting and sound choices. Mm. So that's it from us. We will doubtless be seeing something else soon, but hello, this is COVID, so it's not mapped out as much as it once would have been. Yes. One way or another, we'll be back. We will. Catch you soon. Bye-bye.